1: Welcome to This Miraculous Life, broadcasting and recording live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Sarah Oliveri Olumba, and this show is all about tuning in with the miraculousness of life and tuning out all of the bullshit that gets in the way of us recognizing taking in, appreciating, and experiencing our life as what it truly is, which is, in my opinion, a profound, mind-blowingly awesome, miraculous gift. I have my master's degree in positive psychology, which is the scientific study of human thriving, and I have a life coaching practice here in Washington, D.C., and I bring all that to the show, as well as, of course, my own personal opinions and experiences. And today I'm here with the founder of Full Service Radio, Jack. Hi, Jack. Hello. Jack Inslee. Inslee, right?
0: Inslee, that's right. Yeah,
1: good. I was like, I know it's not Insley. <laughs> <laughs> no, no
0: relation to Jay Inslee. I clarify that, I man. I keep getting confused. Oh, really? No, none at all.
1: Um, So I don't even know. I don't know who that is. Oh,
0: he's running for president. Oh,
1: okay. See, yeah, this shows how I've uh, purposely disconnected myself. <laughs> I do have a candidate in mind and, and people who... um. Listen to my show; probably know who that is if they've been following. But anyway, it's Marion Williamson. Uh, for the record, I of course will vote for another Democratic candidate if she does not uh, get the nomination for the Democratic ticket. But I, uh, I'm excited that somebody like her actually went for it. So anyway, um, today we are doing our short segment called "Things I've Come to Believe." And these are beliefs that I have learned along the way that I have found tremendously helpful to my own life in being able to actually do what this show is all about, which is experience my life as a profound, miraculous gift and opportunity. Uh, And don't get me wrong, I don't always succeed in doing that, which is kind of the point of this show, kind of the point of my whole career, right, is the recognition that I have this belief that life is insanely amazing and profound, but that I am aware myself how easy it is to get distracted from that belief and to have things inhibit me experiencing that belief on a day-to-day sort of practical, tangible level. So I shared the belief with Jack already, so I'm gonna I'm gonna share it with you guys, and then we can discuss. So the belief that I wanna share today, which has been immensely powerful for me and, and has sort of grown over the years or at different points in my life, the belief is this. The belief is that money is, of course, one resource. But there are other valuable resources besides money. Okay? That's the belief. Pretty much simple as that. And I guess there's sort of a subsection of the belief, which is that, so the belief is just being aware that there are resources that are valuable to us and our livelihood and us being able to be free and do and create what we want, besides money. Money is not the only resource. And sometimes we even use those words interchangeably, right? You've heard that. They're like, oh, she has a lot of resources. That means she has a lot of money, <laughs> which I think does us a grave disservice to take on that belief for ourselves that money is the only resource of value. So we're going to break that that down. But then there is sort of a sub-belief of that belief that really encompasses why this even matters. And the sub-belief is something like that how much money controls our life and how much we are sort of weighed down by worry about money is directly correlated to the level of importance that we place upon money, right? So I personally do not believe that we get free from worry about money at any income level or any amount of money in the bank. And like, why do I believe that? Because I've seen it firsthand, right? I know people who have literally no money, And I also know people who have literally like, I guess I can't say limitless because limitless would be infinity, but literally more money than they have any idea of what they would utilize it for, right? And the people, the latter people certainly do not have less worry about money, okay? So that is an observation that I have made with my own two eyes, which tells me that Feeling like money sort of controls your life and the decisions that you can make and having worry about money really has very little to do with how much money you actually have and rather has a lot more to do with how you think about money. Uh, so that's those are the beliefs and I, I want to break down this first belief that money is not the only valuable resource so, this is a belief that I don't know that I've always consciously had, but it did come up actually in our last show uh, where we were talking with Craig Cassie about how to get unstuck. And one of the things that we talked about was the option to hire someone to do something that maybe you don't feel qualified for or that maybe is going to take you a long time. And I I sort of piped in with saying, yeah, that's, that's certainly one option. And also the other option is is to do something yourself that will take you a long time and that you don't feel qualified to do. That is an option. And that is something that I've been aware of since I started my life coaching practice, that there are resources that I have at my disposal and those resources are not money. But given those resources, I should be capable of making this happen, right? So this is where it gets a little bit sort of embarrassing to talk about this because some of it, it, it feels a little bit braggadocious to talk about resources in this way. But it's it's just being real and being honest and speaking about the way that thinking about resources has helped me. And so I have to go for it, I guess. (laughs) So one of the biggest things that I think we can and should think about as a resource is our own self, right? If we believe that we have intellect, right? Or if we believe that we have a personality that can sort of influence people in a positive way or cause people to respond positively to us, that is a resource, If we are young and able-bodied, that is a resource. If we have our health, that is a resource. So I remember back when I was starting my life coaching practice, which was about eight and a half years ago, I didn't have money, uh, but I felt like I had, I remember, so the example I gave on our last show was building a website. And building a website is very expensive, and so if you don't have money, then you can't hire someone to build your website. But there's also all of these tools out there so that people can build their own website. And I remember thinking to myself, "This is not something that I want to do. I really have no interest in technology. That's not what I'm passionate about. Uh, Nor do I have any experience or training. But I remember thinking to myself, like, okay." you know, I'm an intelligent person, you know. I I did well in school. If I put my if other people can build their own website using these resources, there's no reason why I should not be able to do that. It doesn't have to be the prettiest website. It's not going to it's not going to look the most professional, right? And it's probably going to take me about 50 times as long as it would take a professional, but that's okay. This is the resource available to me. I have my time, I have my intellect, I have my determination. So those are the resources that I tapped into in order to build my first website, right? money was not one of those resources. I think I, 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 of course, had some little amount of money, that is true, that I used to buy a GoDaddy hosting package for like, back then it was pretty cheap. I want to say it was like $20 a year. So those are examples of resources. I want to check in with Jack. Uh, and I'm curious, Jack, if you agree or disagree with both of the two beliefs that I named and if you have any experiences of that in your own life
0: I mean the first thing I think of when you talk about resources for me is time yes being and that's like yeah because with more time comes more money I mean or the ability to make more money or Mm -hmm. find more money so Mm -hmm. I've always kind of valued time over everything else right I don't know if that resonates for you but yeah totally
1: I mean I think I think pe- the resources that we think most about are money and time. I think we often minimize the value of time in comparison to money. And I'm curious what it has meant to you. It sa- what I receive you to be saying is that you have chosen or learned or always valued your time resource even above and beyond your money resource.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: And so what does that mean for you in practice and why did you make that choice? Um
0: hmm, in practice I think it just means kind of value like trying to to put value to my time, right? So so mm-hmm. for example, like mm. a lot of times if if something I'm working on takes a lot, a lot of my time, I try to think like, well what would the, what would the day rate for this be? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Where even if it's something like um, a piece of equipment breaks, let's say, yes, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna repair this equipment. I'm gonna take this this piece of uh, this mixer apart. I'm gonna yeah. solder it. I'm gonna get all this repair equipment. And I'm like, if that's gonna take six hours, like, right, how much is that time worth to me? Right. Maybe I should just get somebody to repair that.
1: Right. Totally. And that. So that sounds like what. Craig was saying in the last show which I agree with in certain situations but that also sounds like something that we would think about if hiring someone to do the job is an option you know what I'm saying like if if money is a resource available to us and so it's what I hear you saying is keeping in mind that 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 resource is available to you, and not sort of hoarding your money in avoidance of having to pay someone to do something, right. but recognizing that your time is worth that investment. hundred percent.
0: Yes, totally. absolutely. And I think that hoarding concept is what I, I, I was raised that way. Like the idea of like hiring a cleaning person with like no way, like my mom would never let that happen. <laughs> but again, like when I think about it, I'm like, can I afford to spend a whole Saturday like cleaning the baseboards yes. in my apartment? Like not really, because right. I'm not able to do other things that are more right. valuable to me. right. Even if that value is not a financial return, maybe that's like a social return or like I need to spend more time, exercise, whatever it is.
1: I have a question. Has it always been this way for you? Like what was the beginning of your career? Like was that was basically what I'm asking is, was there a time when money was not a resource available to you?
0: Oh my God. Still. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like I didn't come from money. So I, I think I had to, I think in the beginning of my career, I definitely had that kind of scarcity mentality that I was raised with. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think like the busier you get, the more you just have to make decisions. You're like, well, I can't do all of this in one week. Right. I, I can't fit this all into one day. So like what, right. What is the most important thing?
1: Right. And when you, like when you were first starting out, what did it mean? Like you mentioned the busier you get. So my presumption is that I know in my experience, when I first started my coaching practice, I too was far less busy. And so that meant that I had the resource of time and I lacked the resource of money. Mm. I'm curious if that's what you meant by that, or if that was different for you, like what? I guess what I'm wondering is when you were in the starting out phase, what did it look like for you to utilize your resources in the way that made the most sense for you?
0: I mean, at different points in my career, I'd have different answers. I think using, yeah. so starting full service is an interesting case study, okay. right? Okay, love it. Because I moved here um, from New York and the build out was delayed by a year.
1: I recall,
0: you know, so yeah. I expected to move here and just be in the studio every day. Right. And then all of a sudden I had a surplus of time. Mm. Where I was like, "Whoa, okay, and now my contract came through, mm-hmm. so I had money. Right. But I had all this time. Right. And then it's like, how do you how do you fill that time with right. Yeah, you know, and like what and that was hard. That was like really hard
1: fascinating okay that's a great example so what did you and en- like what did you decide was a valuable use of that unexpected free time
0: so i mean in the beginning it was like okay edit audio be on the computer like draw loop, like work work like mm-hmm. what you'd think of as work work and then i kind of realized that like for this project it would be more beneficial if i was out meeting people Mm. And building community that way, Mm -hmm. instead of just being home and right working from home and saying, "Okay, it's nine o'clock. Let me get on the computer. Let me like write emails or do Google Docs." You know, and like yeah, and it's at a certain point, I just had to kind of realize that my time was better spent out.
1: Right. Even if you're not producing something that you can hold in your hands.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Absolutely. No, I love this. So my takeaway from you, Jack, is for you, what this belief has translated into is making a shift from being able to invest the financial resources that you do have in ways that add value to your life. Right other than just accumulating more financial wealth. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. And that, yeah, that makes complete sense. I think that many of us are trained to not ever pay someone to do something that we could technically do ourselves. And Mm -hmm. that is making the assumption that the money we would save by doing that is more valuable than whatever else we would save by not doing it ourselves. And what you're saying is that often what we save by hiring someone to do something for us is actually even more valuable than saving the money and doing it ourselves. In
0: some cases, yeah, totally can be. Totally, totally can be.
1: Totally, absolutely. And I do think that that is aligned with this belief and also... I feel like that way of thinking about things is gaining a little bit of traction. I feel like in in our generation, my observation is that people feel like certain tasks and like people are so specialized that they feel like, A, they're not capable of doing things that they're not trained to do, and B, I think I notice that a lot of people seem to feel like certain tasks are sort of beneath them. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And so that... I think is an unhelpful belief that is not in line with this broader belief that there are other valuable resources besides just money. So I was thinking about resources other than money that come to mind and that I feel have served me in my own life. So I already mentioned the resource of time. Time is a huge one. I mentioned a resource of personality Right. I'm super curious, Jack, what your thoughts are about this idea that we have resources within us in terms of our own personal abilities and gifts. And I have to be honest, you know, I do feel like resources that I've tapped into in creating a successful coaching practice uh, are my personality. Like, that's honest. I think from the beginning, I always thought, look, I don't have a lot of money. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't have a, a blueprint for being successful in doing this, but I know other people have done it. And I believe myself to have at least as much people skills as those other people. So you're
0: saying that using like thinking of that as a resource then?
1: Precisely.
0: Well, I, I, I agree. I like, I feel that as well in my work and I also feel like that's a resource that can get depleted too totally so if you're if you're interfacing with people um in any kind of way regularly like yeah that that's a tank that can be full or empty and you kind of have to be mindful of that
1: absolutely absolutely 100% agree with that and also I feel each of us has strengths you know and so I think our personal strengths can be thought of as a resource right and where you know you might not have as much money as the other person, you might have more charisma. Okay, so that's an example. Other resources, like I said, intellect, uh, having our physical health is a huge resource that influences what we can do with our body, but also what we can do with our mind, how hard we can work, how long of hours we can work. You know, it it really influences how we are able to use the resource of time and sort of the multitude of options available to us during that. Connections is something that Jack talked about, which I think is a huge one. You know, people think about That they are going to build this life that they love by having a lot of money. But a lot of the things that money gives us access to, if we have a friend or a family member or someone in our community who we get to know, having those connections can give us access to the very same thing. Like even even on a more superficial level, for example, thinking about something as uh, superficial as going to dine at a fancy, enjoyable restaurant, right? It generally, you have to have a lot of money to have that experience and go and enjoy these delicious tastes and the ambiance. But also, I know many people, and I've experienced this myself, where you might have a close friend who happens to work at that restaurant and they might say, "You know what? Like one of these days when we're not busy, come in and I'm going to I'm I'm going to show you like a wonderful meal and you're not going to have to pay what people coming in off of the street have to dine have to pay to dine here. And so you might get to have that delicious delectable experience in spite of the fact that you cannot afford it at market price, right? So this is an example of how there are resources besides money. Uh, So the list of resources is endless. Uh, This recently came up in a conversation with my husband because I was thanking him for his resourcefulness, which is a, you know, I, I believe that it is, one of the most tremendous gifts to me is to be constantly being introduced to new resources, right? I consider my I fancy myself a resourceful person, a person who is able to think of ways to accomplish my goal even if that route does not entail the financial resources that are typically necessary to get there. And so currently in my own life, uh, my husband and I have recently become a family of four, um, you know, in some sort of unique, unique circumstances, uh, which I'll talk about at some point on this show, but not yet. Uh, and so the point that I am at in my coaching practice, I have the privilege of, that being a source of financial resources and so that is a resource that i am bringing to my family and it just made the most sense this year for my my husband to t- to sort of leave some of his financial resources behind and to take to provide other resources such as like navigating the situation, providing childcare, building things in our new home that need to be fixed. Like lots of things need to be done and you can either pay someone to do all of them or do them yourself. And I realized recently how thankful I am that he is in particular figuring out how to do a lot of the home repair things, such as right now we're building a patio, right? And so that's something that I never in my mind imagined that I could do myself. But now I know how to build a patio. You just have to dig out, it's, it's a shit ton of work. It's hard work. It's not fun. But now I know if I don't have money to pay someone to build me a patio, that doesn't mean I can't have a patio. Right? That just means I get to choose. Like, do I want to wait until I have money to build, to build, to hire someone to build me a patio? Or do I want to spend the next three months of my life every weekend building my own goddamn patio? Those are the choices, but there aren't no choices. And that's the point, you know? The point is to understand that if you don't have the resource of money, what other resources do you have? How can you utilize those resources? How are you willing to utilize those resources? And at the very least, can you acknowledge that those two are valuable resources? And there is no inherent reason why those resources, such as using your mind, using your hands, using your connections, there's no inherent reason why those resources are less valuable than the resource of money. And I believe that once we tap into that understanding, then we also liberate ourselves from being hyper concerned about always having an increasing and consistent amount of the resource of money. So this is what I've come to believe And I wanted to share it with you all. And I hope that it serves you in tuning in with the miraculousness of your own life, but also starting to feel liberated from the necessity to only tap into the resource of money or to think about your current and your future life as dependent on having as much or more of the resource of finances that you have now. Know that there are other valuable resources that you can tap into in this life. And I believe that when we come to know that, A, more things become possible for us. We literally can better achieve the things that we desire in life. And B, we feel more free because we are less beholden to the necessity of constantly having a certain income. So that's what I've come to believe. And I hope that you all have a miraculous and resourceful day.
0: Thanks for listening to this program on full service radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at FullServiceRadio. Thanks for listening.